Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on another episode of The Beer Phase. It's time to roll some beer and drink some dice. The beer phase with your wannabe hosts, Mark Cox, Dice Fucking Cancer, Ryan Smith. If paint were battle points, I'd be best general every time, and Jeff Swan. Softest lists and everything else in the South. It was a long, long time off. Long hiatus. We've you guys been... feel refreshed and invigorated? No. I don't. <laughs> no, you I mean? feel tired. <laughs> it's been nuts, man. Non-stop till you drop. Like, normally we're busy, but fuck, dude. <laughs> it's been ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life is wonderful sometimes. Yeah, that camping trip was not relaxing at all. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, before we get started, gentlemen, we know what time it is. It's time for the beer phase. Ryan? Hey. Why don't you kick it off? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I am enjoying a real ale, Scott's Gone Wild, barrel-aged sour that two motherfuckers didn't want to sit and drink on the beach for some reason because they'd already had it. Or some bullshit like that. Right. It is tart. It is amazing. And I am drinking it out of a real ale tulip glass the way you should. Mm-hmm. Mark, what are you drinking? What are you drinking out of? <sighs> I've just got a generic Dos Equis that I pulled out of the fridge because I'm not really trying to drink anything crazy right now. Uh, uh, in preparation for what I'm going to put my liver through this weekend. <laughs> drinking out of a generic pint glass. How about you, Jeff? Uh, Well, I normally don't paint while we're doing this. Normally, I just pay full attention. But I am drinking a Daybreak, Martin House Daybreak, right out of the can because I'm painting and I'm too lazy to get a receptacle for said beer. Because you'll use the wrong cup with your paintbrush. Yeah, Yeah, my paintbrush will go in it for sure. I think we're talking on a podcast, now, drinking we? and painting yeah. all at the same time. What could possibly go wrong? So, Jeff, you said you're painting. Uh, what are you painting on base. right now? 
I am working on my Trident Realms. Stuff that I am Ooh, pretty fucking stoked about. This army is coming together really cool. I've got a lot of a lot of really cool ideas that I'm doing in here, and I'm about done with half of the army now. I'm trying mm -hmm. to get it done for Lady Lake. I don't know that that's going to happen, but I'm definitely going to get it done for Blue City Brawl, which is coming up here pretty quick. But I am working on um, a unit of Depth Horrors. I, sh I say a unit, but I'm actually working on three hordes all at the same time. Um, because I have a really <laughs> cool basing idea for them, so I've taken... Um, taken like an old like a ship like a like a um forget where i got it from jeff took a shit shit this is a giant ship i'm putting them on a giant shit i'm putting them on a ship with a p like a pirate ship um, oh they're on a boat motherfucker on a boat dolphins doing flips and shit so um rob Vanuff, uh i saw him using a one of these cool resin boats for some terrain that he was doing. I was like, where the hell did you get that? That thing is perfect. So found out where it was. I cut it into three pieces, and it's going on the basing for these three hordes of depth horrors, um, which people are like, what are depth horrors? Exactly, because nobody uses them. <laughs> but um, they're just going to be a bunch of these um, cool mini or not. Um, pit fighter. Um, what are they? Um, the... Um, Hardross, the Hardross um, Pit Fighter Sharks from um, Wrath of Kings. Okay. So I'm, I'm using those guys as depth horrors, and so it's a bunch of sharks that are hopping on this boat and taking and sieging it, and I've got some pirates that I'm painting up on there um, where uh, there's a there's a fallen asleep pirate at a steering wheel with a monkey on it, and uh, there's gonna there's two um, mermaids that are over on a rock. They're sirens, and they're calling the ship into the rocks. Um, and the ship is like on one of the corners of the unit, it's busted apart. So they've called it into the into the rocks right there. And then the sharks are kind of boarding the ship and trying to take it over. So got a couple of pirates on there and it's gonna be a bunch of shark dudes it should be a pretty cool little scene when i'm all said and done with it but i don't know doing like this like naturalism like more natural colors where realism is comes into effect is not like something i have a lot of experience with i like to do like the you know poppy colors of you know, like my abyssals or like my skaven and stuff like that, and I've always done demons. So doing like these natural mm -hmm. muted tones and stuff like that, and then still trying to make them pop is a little new for me. So nice. You know, trying something different. I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks pretty good. But you know, you know how you go from like one style where you're doing like really poppy shit, like you've got your dragon and stuff, right? And then you mm -hmm. try and go to something where you're like painting human naturalism or like some kind of eagle that looks natural, right? It's just so yep. different, so different. So it's it's hard to get used. You got to retrain your eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, do you notice you do like a lot more wet blending when you're doing natural stuff? Yes, sir. Yeah. So been wet blending like a mofo lately. Awesome.
What have you been working on, Ryan? I have just, you know, I'm not ready to start my Bayou work yet, so I am literally just painting <laughs> for the away, sake of painting. I'm not ready to start yet. i got too much time to get it done still. Well, I'm I'm waiting. I've got a unit of uh, Ogorithne crossbowmen from Mercia that may or may not be coming next month. So I'm either taking a horde of shooters or I'm not. <laughs> and if I'm not, then I need to paint something else. And if I am, then I can't paint any of the stuff I have right now. So I'm sort of in a holding pattern for another month. And, you know, I did the army in eight weeks. Surely I can do 500 points in four. That's how the math works. Yeah. And I don't have to do a display board this time. The unit bases are actually already done. Which that does I did make the it army so board, much so. easier. Yeah. I did, so my, I, I did all my bases ahead of time just because, dude, having that basing out of the way so when you finish the unit is so nice, right? Like, it's just like, mm -hmm. oh, God. Basing is the worst part of this game. Like, it's awesome. It looks great. But, fuck, it just adds, like, another couple of hours per unit. It's, it's crazy. Absolutely. I hate basing. So, last weekend at... Uh... Countercharge after dark. I did a Reaper Bones model because I'd always wanted to slap paint on one of those, oh, and yeah. I knew my uh, third Kickstarter was coming in, so started on that pile. And right now, I am holding in my hand a 15-year-old Space Marine model that I primed in 2001, and he has sat idle for 16 years, <laughs> and now he's actually got a base coat and ink wash on him. And I'm only painting because y'all are painting, and I feel left out. I don't want to interrupt you. What did you? How did you do your on your bones model? You, did you say mm -hmm. you already started yeah, on it? Yeah, just gonna ask. I already did, you, did it. Did you prime it, or did you just paint I it did like not. they say? Okay. I went how straight it? on it without thinning my paint, um, uh -huh. and it was a hair chalkier than I prefer. Mm -hmm. But it worked fine. I. I treated it like it was resin so i washed it off first mm -hmm. with a little toothbrush and some soap and water to sort of get it cleaned off because i know my hands kind of get a little oily when i've been drinking oh toothbrush so, that's a good idea yeah you use a toothbrush to get it in all the crevices and then you rinse it off with some warm water dab it off with a paper towel and let it sit overnight so that See, you don't have any water pulled tells in the you not to um not to base coat them but i actually did i like spray painted like spray primered my uh narthrax whatever that big big ass flying dragon they have from bones it looks just mm -hmm. badass so i have one of those um and he's fine i i i did base coat it i didn't know you weren't did you supposed use to aerosol primer or did yeah, you uh, aerosol. use an airbrush I used aerosol um supposedly it's not setting properly for a lot of people Hmm. Like the the paint won't bond with it, so you're left with the wet paint that goes super tacky. Huh? I, yeah, I was going to say that's what, used, that's what Kevin used told a different kind of primer the other day when we were talking about it. I I used uh, Krylon um, uh, matte uh, ultra matte finish or ultra matte um, uh, primer. Just for a metal black or for one. plastic. It was just for multiple. I do not use the plastic one. The plastic one comes off shiny as fuck on everything. I never <laughs> use that. Even though it says ultra matte, it's a bunch of bullshit. It's not. So don't ever buy the one that's Krylon for plastic. Don't fucking buy that shit. 
a public service announcement. It's terrible. Oh, and we lost a sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's great if you're basing your fucking patio chairs or something, but that's about it. I've primed terrain with it before. It's got like that shiny finish, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you dry brush it enough and have a four-year-old <laughs> right, right, it, yeah. you don't That's really fine. care. <laughs> That's basically what I ended up using it for was like some fucking uh, base coating of some terrain stuff just to get rid of it. I'm like, I'm never buying this shit again. Mm-hmm. Mark, you got to brush Mark? out as well? Yeah, I'm, I'm painting these really weird rats. Um, Some of them <laughs> have wings and armor, and then some of them look like, like giant pussies. Oh. What really rats sure with how cats? To approach. Yeah, right. right? Now I've I've got these basilians that I'm trying to get done for two events, one this week and then one in two weeks. Uh, yeah. So it's That's right. It's a it's, it's a learning curve. Up. <laughs> I've got a whole lot of stuff. Sounds right. badass. Well, Ryan, do you want to? Since we're talking about hobby stuff. We were just talking. Absolutely. We were just talking about a new little event that Ryan wants to get going for Absolutely. fun little challenges. Um. So I've done every Counter Charge Army in a Weekend challenge and completed it, and it's been amazing and fun and a great way to get an entire army painted really, really fast. I mean, my Ogre Army was eight weeks, and I did half of it over that weekend. And it got me thinking, you know... I like painting armies, but I like buying models. And I have this apparently 16-year history of buying models and looking at them and doing nothing with them. I should probably start painting some of them. So I want to throw down a gauntlet and issue an open invitation to join me from July onwards in a Model a Week challenge. Start on whatever day of the week you like, pick a model, paint it. Preferably pick something that's not in your army. Pick a model you bought 20 years ago that you thought, hey, I want to do this in yellow. Or, <laughs> it's a Werner Clock sculpt and she got a booty. <laughs> you know, we all buy models and hoard them. I don't know if you guys have closets like mine, you but I have three closets. Them? It can be both. Yes. Okay, I do yes both to both. Those. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I seem to recall some Sophies from Reaper that are anatomically correct that I definitely don't have locked <laughs> up so the wife and kids can't find them. Right. And how. So, yeah, I want to issue a challenge starting in July. Who wants to jump on and join me? You paint a model a week. Start on one day. Finish by that day the next week. You're going to have two weeks off. See if you can paint 50 models outside of your normal army painting. And you know what's going to happen? That pile of stuff in your closet is going to start shrinking. And then you're going to see a Kickstarter. And you're going to jump on and you're going to have 150 more models to paint. (laughs) But you will slowly be whittling the pile down. So I'm revisiting something I thought I would never go back to. I haven't painted power armor in at least a decade. But it's kind of fun to sit there and go, well, how does my paint style work with this thing that I thought about, you know, when I was in college? So I encourage people jump on, do it as long as you can put up with it. Uh, Dude, I don't know what you were doing in college. But oh, the context, the context. <laughs> I was painting models. Sometimes they complained at me, especially when they woke up. 
<laughs> the man Paint me like one of your French models. Paint me like one um, of your French ladies. Let's do a hashtag for it. I don't know. Beer maw sounds easy and I hope not used. I'm going to look it up right now. Looks like no one's using it. So, yeah, we'll do hashtag beer maw for beer phase model a week. And I look forward to seeing what you guys want to throw at me. Uh, expect some stuff on social media to throw gauntlets out and otherwise make a fool of myself like I enjoy doing. You're going to do like a Facebook page too, right? Yeah, I'm going to set up a Facebook page for it. Uh, cool. Um, I'll be doing it on Counter Dark if anyone's joining us on that. Because, you know, I have nothing to do. <laughs> it should be amusing. Or terrible, or both. Sounds good. You're gonna be if nothing doing... else, I'll have 50 just... models painted that I never got to. So are you just wanting people to like paint a model a week type of thing and then just kind of post it every week? Yeah, Is that take a picture basically... before you start. Take a picture when you're done. Throw a hashtag on it. I'll keep track of it. If someone else completes all 50, I'll mail them something fun and cool and unique unless two people do it, and then they'll each have something fun and cool that's exactly the same as the other guy that completed it <laughs> or girl that completed it gets. Um, Just as a fun little way to say, you know, I did it. I painted a model a week for a year. I know this would be on the rounds of... of... Uh, reality. What if I actually finish it? <laughs> you then you will get something extra, extra that special. Is literally <laughs> never going to. Happen. It's okay. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I got and... that Dragon Empire Kickstarter that's supposed to be coming this month, but I know it won't. No. I know it also won't get it done in a year. That's supposed to be coming well, out already. It's supposed to be in June. They're supposed to start shipping. That was quick. Supposed to. I don't know that they will. That shit's cool. Though. Starters are dubious things. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not holding my breath. I'm not planning on it. <laughs> One little note to you guys. You don't have to do amazing display quality. Get it to your tabletop. Get it to where you're like, okay, done. If it's base coated and washed, good for you. You have a model that looks better than it did. Well, sounds good. I'll probably already be taking part of that regardless of whether I'm trying to or not. Countercharge. Countercharge is the first podcast totally dedicated to the game Kings of War. Join your hosts Andrew, Mark, and Rob as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. You can find us on iTunes and at OhioHammer.com, a proud member of the Ohio Hammer Network of Podcasts. Yeah.
want to roll into Lone Wolf? I mean, we haven't talked about it yet. It feels like it was forever ago. It really was it like it was forever ago. ago. That was like a month? Five, I could have painted half an army since last time we threw dice. God, if only you had this program up and running back then. Right? <laughs> only your computer was working. Uh, that's yeah. a very accurate statement, but... <laughs> I have a phone. It's not like my sound quality or connection is ever really the best. <laughs> That's true. Better than mine tonight, apparently. It has been. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, okay, Lone, Wolf Lone Wolf Um I'll try to keep this as accurate as possible with it being two months removed. So we had a lot of hiccups. Some of them were noticeable. Some of them were less noticeable. Uh, I think the main one that a lot of people kind of felt was um, <laughs> the walk to the bathroom. Since they were under construction, um, they made everybody walk. Did they walk warn you like... about that shit before? They hand. They told me that there was going to be construction. They didn't tell me that the path to the bathroom was going to be disrupted. Because I'm pretty you know, I'm... sure I knocked over at least two chorus girls from that high school group running to the bathroom at one point. That's okay. I'm okay with that. That, that was their doing. Just like when they put us next <laughs> to the people doing the the cancer research or whatever symposium yeah. last year or the year <laughs> before. And they were like, you guys need to be quiet. I was like, you knew what you were getting into. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh they didn't tell me that the bathroom situation was going to be disrupted. I figured that with the construction going on in the atrium, they would keep the bathroom area that's right outside those doors open. Um, but that didn't happen. So that was, that was kind of a pain. And then we had some people that were blatantly obvious with their alcohol and we got a, a newbie Nazi when it came to alcohol in the room, which in years past, they had never given us problems. And she was, not happy. <laughs> so she was griping folks out and they were sending waitresses in to be spies and try and figure out where people's alcohol was so they could start kicking people out on day two. I was just like, all right. Well, I turned that on them by ordering beer from them. Yeah. yeah. I know. Hey, do you work and, here? And yeah, a lot of people get me a beer. Yeah. It was funny because she was like, we don't, we don't sell cans. And I go, Hey, bullshit. Dude, where'd you get that? the bar oh okay so you do sell cans and she was like uh uh i know i know pretty much all the beer that we sell like oh okay cool you know you sell temptress 
was like, yeah, you don't know what you sell. You're not fooling me. So yeah, I nice showed her my receipt at one point. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought it was funny when people were doing that. <laughs> so lesson learned: next time I will have have a pre-supplied uh, menu of all the beer that they have at that venue. If we end up back there again, so that people can pre-buy and be more clever about their. Uh, their outside alcohol, which I totally condemn outside alcohol. Uh, that, <laughs> it's awful. That I can, you know, I bought a bottle of Temptress and on. it was six bucks and it was great. And it was like yeah. an unlimited refill yeah, where it just they kept were missing getting full on, of man. beer. <laughs> yeah. Right. The, the magic I don't know how that happened. Bottle. But it, just, it never went empty the whole weekend after I bought the first one. It's crazy. So, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it emptied that, that out some Saturday night and magically. I bought another one Sunday, and it was suddenly full again. I don't know how that works. Some kind of magic. It's it's pretty good. Cock magic. So yeah, that that was. I would say that was the pain of that stuff. Also, with the printer not wanting to work for the first two rounds, and then having the glitch on work. Yeah, we lost to where it Mark. Mark faded post. out. Oh, never mind. He's there. Yeah. Good. For those who here, War say, score didn't I just do a match up very well for him. More. Yeah, it just there was that one there was that one glitch that we had. Somebody dropped and it truncated the scores and wouldn't let me match up properly, um, and then wouldn't let me publish. So I had to do a lot of manual matches. Um, I think in the third round to get people that were equal battle close to the same area instead of having somebody with forty points play somebody with four. Uh, which was actually one of the matchups that they had, so I had to rip that apart. Um, mm. So yeah, uh, you know, all TOs go through stuff like that. Um, some of them will tell you about it, some of them won't. I'm not really worried. I've been doing this so long that I'm kind of used to it at this point. <laughs> Don't like it when it happens, but after the fact, it's kind of funny to laugh about it. Uh, we had 87 players, which is the largest in the world for a singles KOW tournament. Um, technically 88 if you count the ringer, which I do because my ringer is awesome. Um, so great showing. We had a lot of people. We had people from 16 or 17 different states. Obviously, we had our international folks come in. We had five of them or six, five or six. Um, Depending on how come you in count, and uh, Buttram. <laughs> good old Tobin. Um yeah, so it was it was good. Well, well, well played. Uh, Dan King actually won the whole thing. S- super close, though. I mean, that race from second and third overall to first overall was very very tight. So Dan Dan edged it out in the last couple of rounds, which he did that last year too. He he had a slow start and then he just rocketed up. So submarine worked out for Dan this year. Jeff, you got close. You beat him. You were only off by like three or four points, if I remember right. Yep. I was only one point Flip from it. second, and I came in third. Yeah, there you go. So, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, um, not bad. Brian, you, you did well in the uh, the paint bracket, like you always do. Yeah, I think well, I, I also got went four third. and two. I don't think I've ever had a higher battle. Yeah, you did. you did way better than you normally do, Ryan. It was very weird for me. 42 out of 120? Okay. Four, no, I finished eighth. 
You're talking I went about four okay. and two. Oh, four I've and had two. Four okay. wins and two losses. Okay. I've never gotcha, won gotcha, four gotcha. in an event before. Well, you've also never played in six before either. I played yeah. last year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but you didn't win four. Four? No, I didn't win four. I won three. <laughs> <laughs> Which was your personal best back when you used to play fives? It was pretty close. Hey, man. So, yeah. It's gross, okay? It's gross. gross. It's positive direction. Yeah. It's just um, funny for me that uh, last year I went three and three and finished fifth, and this year I went four and two and finished eighth. So that a, speaks to the quality of players yeah. on the battle side stepping up on their soft scores. Yeah, it's well, true. Yeah, exactly. Um the field for paint was a lot more competitive than it was last year. Oh yeah, everybody looked like they had actually put some effort into everything. It looked, mm-hmm. looked good. There was a lot of good paint in the room. There was a lot of good paint. I agree. Yeah, man. Um, and then we did a couple of different things this year where um, I had more scenarios and we had rounds, and then we randomized through the different scenarios out of the pack. Um, how'd you guys like that? Was that something that we should keep doing or maybe something we should scrap uh i liked it <clears throat> i didn't mind it <laughs> yeah it wasn't gotcha. i mean it um, wasn't it wasn't i don't one read way or the sc- other really i generally don't read scenarios until i roll up to the table anyway so it didn't well, that's, make much of an impact on that's me. when you find so out not what really scenario the target calling. audience on it Gotcha. So it probably that may be why I won four games because everyone else was in the same situation I was. Well, they so haven't it, had time to battle plan. This is my opponent, and this is the scenario. So here's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to block this unit, and I'm going to screen this one, and then I'm going to take this out with this and this. Well, and that was precisely I was rolling why I up going, I'm because... playing Nick Williams. Is he any good? Who is yeah. this guy? Because <laughs> going into round five and then breaking for lunch and going into round six for both of those games you have an incredibly high chance of being able to tell if we're just doing six scenarios, six games. You go, okay, well, I'm playing this guy round five. I need to game plan against his list specifically for these two scenarios. And then you play whichever one you draw. And then going into mm-hmm. round six, you you know exactly what scenario you're playing if you're doing six and six. And then you've got people at lunch game planning against their opponent going into six. So I was trying to avoid that by keeping it random and then having more scenarios than we have possibilities because then, mm-hmm. you know, now you've got to look at, what is that, four scenarios for round five and then three scenarios for round six. It's a little mm-hmm. harder to uh, over game plan. It's not that it can't be done, but I just felt like it leveled the playing field from a uh, from a homework advantage that, you know, can be fair, can't be fair. Because if you get that exact same matchup in round two, the the probabilities of being able to guess which scenario and then how to play against it, against that opponent is way less likely. So I, that's why I packed more scenarios in. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that p- p- most people were probably pretty happy with it. I would say that uh, Chris Kapsner was not super happy when he rolled up... <laughs> on game two and, the, and had to play me and then you rolled the Debbie scenario which was pretty much kill <laughs> it made him a little bit even less happy so well things can be said about be a different deployment strategy in that oh, game yeah, too oh yeah I know I think it's the one regret <laughs> he had over the weekend no regrets he still no. did really well um, yeah I did even even dropping that game to you uh, 
They did really good. Oh, all I the always, Minnesota guys actually did good. I now always enjoy playing it. Chris. He's a, he's a good game. He got a lot like, of good sports votes, too. I like finding whoever's the top dog in the room and being like, let's do it. So, it was good. I got to play a lot That's of good, good players this year. I only lost one game, so I can't really complain too much about anything. I think everything went the way it should have gone for me. Uh, even in my last game, it was the only one I lost. It just had a huge advantage uh, scenario-wise over me, and I just couldn't make up for it when, you know, Abyssal Dwarf Heavy Mortars, two of them, hit every single time for the first three turns. <laughs> like... What do you do about that? Well, yeah. he he missed in the third round, didn't But then he, he used his reroll. <laughs> yeah. Speaking mm. of that, how did you guys like the rerolls? I was cool with it. It didn't really benefit me uh, like a whole lot, but it was I always like it. I think it's fun. It eliminates the bitching of people being like, "Oh man, you know, if I wouldn't have rolled that double one, well, now you have an option to have that not happen." So, gotcha. Mhm. I tended to throw mine away on frivolous things just to be funny. Um, <laughs> we had one situation where it was an is it in, is it out? Okay, re roll it four up. Yeah, re-roll that. Yep. <laughs> just to sort of troll. Um, I did re-roll one, do we have a turn seven? Oh, nice. Yeah, um, that's a big one but that's a that great a lot of people use. overlook. I don't think I used it in more than four games. I didn't use it anywhere it mattered except but for I liked one game. It. And that was my own fault. I got out of leadership from one of my units, and I was like, I think I'll use a reroll for that one dice. Gotcha. But I always think it's nice yeah, to my, something like that. My games either went really right or really wrong, so it was rarely at issue with me. Cool. You know, yeah, you I don't was... want to make someone reroll the, okay, you need snake eyes, reroll it. Kind of I was surprised at how fast everybody bought up the dice. Um, Dude, you ran out of dice uber quick, man. <laughs> I had 600 oh, dice, yeah. and we were like halfway through registration, and I started having to cap people at like, mm -hmm. I can't give you more than 10. And even then, mm. I still sold out. <laughs> like yeah. I had one dice left. You came over to me at one point, and you are like, hey, man, um, <laughs> do you have those dice that I gave you? <laughs> yeah, I may need to steal a few back. <laughs> So I'm going to order like a thousand next time and hopefully we'll have extras left over. I had to sell my own dice. Like I had a, yep. a stockpile of like 20 for myself Joke, that I kept off to the those side. Fuckers, those rolled terrible for you. <laughs> uh, no, they didn't. They they actually rolled pretty average for me. Um, I had three bad. really... No, no. Like, <laughs> average for you. Because I used them exclusively at Masters and I had three yeah, games where I... That's true, you did. Just rocked my opponent and then in three games were about even, honestly. Uh, but yeah, mm. good luck to whoever got them, because now that I've touched them, <laughs> they're screwed. Yep. Dice cancer, Mark Cox. Yeah, I know. As long as, you split, <laughs> as long as you split them up between multiple people, they shouldn't notice it too bad. Uh, there's some people that noticed it. They're like, man, these dice are rolling crazy. And I go, crazy good or crazy bad? They're like, crazy good. I'm like, awesome. And then I'd go to the next table. These dice suck. <laughs> looks like you got the bad batch oh, that's funny yeah it was it was a fun time man I'm actually 
going through negotiations with a bunch of different venues right now, seeing what sort of deals I can get. So I should have stuff to post up here in about a month or two. Typically, I like to announce it before Bayou, if I can. Fantastic. Well, it was really cool having the Brits come all the way out for it again, you know. Yeah, and man. Coming, coming a little bit more in force this time, too. Put them up for, um, you know, at, at our own places and took them around and showed them everything out here. So that was kind of cool for them to get to see everything, for, to see them, like, go to the gun range and stuff was awesome. I mean, you can just listen to it on the four foot snake podcast. We won't get all crazy into it. Cause they were the ones that, um, you know, they can cover their experiences. We don't have to say what it was for them, but, but they had a great time. Yeah. I, I, I hope so. That was the whole intent of driving around and, and trying to make sure that we were, you know, there with them as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, they're already at the point where, like, hey, we might come back again next year. And <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I hope they do. Yeah, man. Because we're me going too. up there in October. Yeah, I think it's probably just going to be you and me. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. No, I've had to drop. Baby time is uh, a lot harder to get away from now. Yeah, that's kind of oh, what yeah. we gathered. As soon as you <laughs> got that, the, the camping weekend, I was like, as soon as you're outnumbered, I can't catch I was a break. Already outnumbered. <laughs> that we'll just we'll just leave that. Yeah, cryptic. Lone Wolf was rough because my that. daughter kept being silly. Yeah. Okay. Good save. Nice try. <laughs> I don't want you to be gone. I'm up the road. I'm with Mark and Jeff. We're going camping. Nice. Well, uh, what else we got left? Um, Ryan, you covered your your thing. Oh, yeah. Duh. I wow. do. Uh, Alamo registration will open. Meh, if you send me money now, you'll be registered. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had somebody um, ask me about that the other day. I was like, I don't I've know. I've actually had one person pay already. Be the first weekend of November. I still am play testing point values. I can't decide if we're doing five games at twenty five hundred or six games at two thousand. If it makes a big impression on you, shoot me an email or use the Alamo com contact page to let me know your opinion. Otherwise, everyone may be in for a big surprise. I promise to announce it before by you. And if you don't care how many games we're playing, then go ahead and register and sign up because it's going to be Alamo. You know it's going to be awesome. You will have fun. Yeah, this will be the first time I'm contemplating dropping back down to five. Not that I need to, but five games for five games. Oh, really? Contemplate it. Not necessarily going to do it. I like the six. I enjoyed. I got. You still get a spread with the twenty system. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Ryan. Nope, it's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> I got to take advantage of the super secret bonus game on Friday and wandered in hungover Saturday, and it was great fun to not have to worry about the fact that I was an hour late. Yeah, I, I think, you know what, that's a good point. I think doing six, if you give that, if you put that on the table, um, it makes it a lot more tenable because just some people get burnt out after four games. I personally don't, but I also like being no, able to play, 
play game Friday and then go hang out and walk around during the first game because then you, you get the experience of I get to watch all these extra games, which you typically don't do because yep. you're usually actively playing. So, yeah, that, and it, you're usually that's really seeing fun. people at the like top of their that. game, too. Um, Alamo, anyone coming up to Alamo, if you and your opponent can agree to play Friday, I will let anyone play their one on Friday night that wants to. So there there's another it. incentive. All scores are final. Scores are final and your opponent has to agree. Don't bad game your opponent because he's flying in at midnight on Friday and can't make it. <laughs> I want to play you Friday. So yeah, something else we've got in the works is uh, the International Campaign Day is coming up again in September. It's at the end of September. And it's going to coincide with the uh, the Mantic Summer Campaign. So they're going to do their summer campaign throughout the the couple of weeks of, I guess, maybe July, definitely August and September. And then the International Campaign Day is going to be like the capper to end the event. Uh, oh, nice. So, yeah, the fluff guys are trying to work with Mantic to make sure that our kind of campaign stuff is up to, you know, you know the fluff that they're writing for the summer campaign so that it kind of coincides. Obviously it's a little more difficult because, you know, their summer campaign is kind of, it fluctuates throughout mm-hmm. weeks of the games. And now we're trying to say, okay, well here's, here's where we're going to try and pick up and run with it. So we may have to have like four or five pickup points, you know, depending on how far ahead good or evil is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not the fluff guy. So, <laughs> They just have to tell us what the concept of the stories are, and then I help with the uh, the scenario side of it. So, yeah, Ben and Chris have kind of their work cut out for them, and they're working hard on that stuff in the background. Um, but, yeah, it's it, that's coming up. That was always fun. Um, the 24-hour challenge was super awesome last time. Uh, Kevin won you know, that. Just, yeah, Kevin, Kevin won it. Being able to play for, like, I played what was that 10 out of the 12 games i think um and i needed the break because i had to cook and do all the other shit and then get running with the uh the campaign because i dude i didn't have a break (laughs) being being stuck doing the scoring and then having to bounce back and forth between the games uh it seemed like all of our games ran late and it wasn't because of kevin or anything it was because of me (laughs) so Mm. uh hopefully hopefully i'll i'll be able to on some people into giving me help because there is going to be a football game during that Saturday and I am going to be watching it. So I'm definitely not going to play all 12 games this year. <laughs> mm. Let's see. Anything else? Sounds awesome. I know, Looking forward to it. I know we've got Blue City coming up. I know there's uh, Lady of the Lake. Alamo, obviously. Oh, yeah. Todd's... Uh, a Todd's Austin tournament number mid September. Capital City Clash. Yeah, uh, just a little bit after Bayou. Yeah, it's a pretty good run. God, I've got no free time between now and then. It's insane. Yeah, dude. This at this point, I'm at that point where I'm like, so. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I got Ryan on here. It's a good idea to ask him too. So I am contemplating whether I take this new Trident Realms list to um, the UK 
mm-hmm. or if I take my abyssals. So here's the issue. I want to play the Trident Realms, but it's a mantic, it's an actual mantic event, and like mm-hmm. 85% of the Trident Realm army is not mantic. Because 85% of the Trident Realm army, Mantic doesn't make. Mm-hmm. Um, the Abyssals are like 90% Mantic. So I'm having a hard time because I want to play Trident Realms, but also like people... You can't compete for a Paint Award. Well, it's not just that. It's more like they actually have a non-Mantic um, Isn't paint. Walsh going to be out there? Yeah, they have a non. So are you really army. in the running for paint? There's two different ones. There's a um, there's a, a non-mantic model, the non-mantic army, and then a mantic army. And so what you need to do, what you need to do, is message him and figure out what he's bringing. And he doesn't bring have a mantic opposite. army. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you need to bring mantic. There you go. <laughs> eh, his stuff is really good. Until he good. changes his mind I'd... at the last second and brings a bunch of mantic stuff and. <laughs> he does not have a mantic army i guarantee well, it, he can't get one done in that amount of time either but i mean it's not about that it's just four months he could do it it's more of it's more of what do i want to you know like it's i'm going to the mantic event and mantic members are going to be there it's probably better to bring a mantic army you know what i mean mm-hmm. show the colors yeah which sucks but just bring pictures I was almost like, uh, you want to bring. I was almost like, uh, how much more extra space do those abyssals take up than your? Yeah, uh, see, that's the other. Because that's <laughs> the other factor. Well, here's that's another question I have for you: Which is more survivable on right. the airplane? Yeah, I've seen how your armies end up. That is true. <laughs> We're flying the uh, the southwest version of uh, the UK's airlines, aren't we? Isn't that what Ryanair is? They're like they're southwest. It's I don't like know, but I'm carrying airlines. on all my shit, and I am like packing this stuff tight. <sighs> Man, yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm. That's what I'm really trying to figure out right now. Which one's going to be more survivable? On top of that, I think this one. This one's not a super competitive army, though. Either it's going to be it's depth horrors and water elementals. That's the army. Like that's that's literally the army is <laughs> depth horror stuff and water elementals. That's it. <laughs> So it kind of packs down pretty good. Um, I don't know. So Are you, you sure show, that it's going to be a carry-on on those airlines? If you listen to the show and you're going to the Clash of Kings <laughs> uh, in the UK, please shoot me a line and vote on what army Jeff Swan should bring. To... <laughs> do, you want, do you want to put a poll up on the Twitter? Right, I might. Yeah, that might be a good idea. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Be nice oh, I still need to get you the that password back, don't I, Ryan? Yes, you do. I think I still need it. I need too. to figure out what the password is. <laughs> and me, me, and Ryan have been be unable nice to log back into it since. That's not true. You guys were in it the other day. No, I, the pot bean since... was the one you had the issues with, the day, Jeff. Mm, maybe. If I can click it up while I'm doing this. I'm sure that's what everybody wants to listen to just, is me. Just announce it out on stream. That's fine. Yeah, you should do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> password is <laughs> one, two, three, three, four. four. Don't finish Same it because that's my luggage. password. <laughs> Don't finish it. Actually, I've already had to change mine once because it was Kofefe. <laughs> Kofefe. <laughs> 
But I'm shit got super popular super quick. People jumping on my fucking popularity train. It's awesome. Oh come on! I uh, I have discovered something, gentlemen, that I was wondering about. And now uh, I can it's, gladly announce it was. It I was fucking not hate herpes. painting power armor. Oh seriously? Oh yeah, dude, for sure. I had a suspicion. I can was it a confirm. was it a sneaky suspicion? It was. I think it was a little bit more than sneaking. I think it was one of those uh, or fucking okay, boring, right? Like, oh, uh, look at all these guys awesome that no hides behind like a cardboard cutout. Of a space marine going, what? we is not here. We's not here. Uh, commandos. I can have hamburger. That's the kind of sneaking suspicion I have, Mark. I have an orc hiding behind a sheet of cardboard cut out like a space marine to infiltrate. If you played 40k, it would be a hilarious joke. Because they would all be like, yeah, I remember that army. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that Rephrase, army. If, if you played 40k like 15 years ago. That's uh, about when I played 40k. It was about 15 years ago. Oh, it was all over Daka Daka for like hours. Are you talking about the guy that had his whole army off the table for deployment? No, there was a guy that did a an orc army that had infiltrators. So they had deep strike, and the unit was painted holding cardboard cutouts of space marines and hiding behind them. <laughs> oh, dude, that is legit as fuck. And one had We Is Not Here written across the Space Marine cardboard cutout. Dude. To show That's stealth. Fucking badass. <laughs> that is pretty that's pretty awesome. Not gonna lie. Oh, that's awesome. And on that note. Man, I think I am. We discussed everything we want to talk about. I think Jeff's busy painting. Mark's busy painting. I'm muttering to myself about how much I hate edge highlighting. Dude, so me and uh, me and Mark are going to Blue City, and uh-huh. our our collective strategy for our army <laughs> is don't is, take high defense. Is don't take anything <laughs> with higher defense than three. Nice. So well, yeah. for I like this plan. I mean, do have stuff. Think how many points three. your opponents are going to waste on crushing strength. I know, a bunch Seven, of eight, fucking nine, idiots. Ten, 11, that, crushing it's so strength funny. is like the worst, what, so worst funny. thing in the game. <laughs> what a shitty, what a shitty, shitty thing to have on your units. When we're play testing against people, they're like, "I've got crushing." We're like, "We don't care." It, what's your crushing? For? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You want yeah, to Okay, twos. It's been awesome, dude. So I have my army is eighty six percent. Sorry, it's eighty seven, but it's like eighty six point highs, whatever. Eighty six percent defense three. I have one thing that's defense four in the entire army. The rest is defense three. <laughs> it's because they don't make knuckers in defense three. I mean, like, can you pay to make them lower <laughs> defense? That's funny right there. It's pretty awesome. I mean, I guess you could. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. So it's just going to be funny. We've been playing at the house, and I'm just like, if you have to ask what my defense is, see this card over here. (laughs) Just assume. It's just a three. Just a cut out of a three. You you should get one of those those name 
tags, you know, for like when you're at a conference or something that says, hello, my name is, and then just put hello, defense my name three. Is defense three. <laughs> and then anytime they ask, just point to it. What, uh, that sounds awesome. What's the defense on that unit? Oh, it's three. I love it. See this chart. Ah, it just, this army's going to be so cool. Sounds like oh, y'all will have fun. Maybe that was it. Yeah, dude. The when we saw it was going to be a team's tournament, I was like, finally, someone's doing a team's tournament. I've been wanting to do one for a while. Mm -hmm. And this one is in Tennessee at at, at Chris um, Gibney's house. Gibney's. Yeah, oh, dude. nice. So, should be fun. The rat house. Rat house. And a little bit of a reach around. <laughs> Someone's breaking up. Is it me? Maybe. I was using I know. because I'm rustling stuff. No, it's Mark going in and out of muting his microphone. I'm not. Not muting shit. Well. Well. Stuff. Well. Well. All right. Well, That's does anybody have anything else that they wanted to cover, or can I? Uh, just you finish well i mean not in peanut butter oh well spoil all my fun nope i think we've talked about everything we needed to and then a little bit more and then a little bit more yeah i'm sure we forgot stuff to talk about but that's okay yeah. it's been like two months we'll be back yeah it's it's just been it's been crazy for all of us so we don't even have time to do a podcast night we're literally all painting and that Mark yep. Pepper paints, so yeah, I really <laughs> oh. don't have a choice. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been busy to say the least. All right, well, I'm gonna try and get this unit done and up on the internet here in the next week. So when you see that up on the internet, it's been a week since we recorded this. So <laughs> or has it? And that's why yeah. the moth challenge won't start until July. Because it's <laughs> probably going up June 30th. Okay. <clears throat> there is a deadline here, Jeff. No deadline. You know, I, I shouldn't talk smack if I'm not willing to do the editing, so I'll just right. be quiet. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, I guess I'll cut it off for now. And uh, we'll, we'll get another... We'll get another podcast going in the nearby future with a whole bunch of fun predictions and cool stuff, shit for afterwards. Blue City or maybe after Blue City who knows yeah yeah alright gentlemen see you in a few months alright <laughs> see you in a few months <laughs> right peace and you can continue following us on twitter at humblejeff13 for jeff at Beerwog for Ryan, or my blog at thebeerwog.blogspot.com. At CapAMR05 for Mark. At The Beer Phase, all one word, for the entire podcast. Or if you have to contact us by email, you know, if you want to say something for a long period of time, you can contact us at thebeerphase at gmail.com that's the beer phase all one
shaking at the knees. Could I come again, please? Yeah, the ladies were too kind. Cupid, thunderstruck. 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 Thunderstruck.